What's up guys, welcome back to Say It In Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. Seth Templin. Tyrell Merle. Anthony Tate. Anthony Tate! New everyone. guest! New guest! Is hey. he a guest? I don't know, he can come on anytime. He's part of the campaign. Yeah, you're more than welcome anytime, Tate. I know we haven't invited you, but... <laughs> He's just married, so we don't Did like him Did you even know much. we were doing this? I mean, you guys had said it and talked about it. Oh, okay. But like, I, I, we know you've listened to all the ones that we've posted. Gotta be honest. Um, <laughs> didn't realize it was a serious thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, serious. okay, say it in common. Yeah, that's that's neat. Okay, before we before we jump in, quick advertisement for our good friend Tiger Skull RPG. Tiger Skull RPG. I'm so glad you had that ready. I had no idea that was coming. So Tiger Skull RPG offers monthly 3D printable miniatures complete with 5e stats, digital illustrations, and loot cards. Everything you need for fully realized NPC encounters. Tiger Skull RPG is creating true print and play collectibles so you can hop right into your RPG with the latest figure. You can check it out at TigerSkullRPG.com and Patreon.com slash TigerSkullRPG where you can get started for as low as $1 a month. Uh, they're also on Instagram at Tiger Skull RPG. You can go check out some of their stuff. Quality stuff. You've painted your last mini that he made. Right? I did. Yeah. I painted the Deathless Apprentice, which is a super cool enemy. Yeah. I, I can't wait to use it. I, y'all are way too low level for me to break it out yet, though. Got to get y'all a little higher. Yeah. But I have a whole idea for probably a whole game or a whole like episode, a whole. Setting. All, all Deathless Apprentice. No, just taking care of the Deathless Apprentice. That'll be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Be awesome. Anyway, check out Tiger Skull RPG. Go buy their stuff. Support them on Patreon. Really cool. Just taking off. Super cheap. Yeah, not Go expensive show them some at all. Love. Show them some support. Um, all right, so jumping in to our Keeping It Common about episode five of the campaign. The one where Cynthia played. Cynthia, the one where Cynthia played. Hopefully we'll see her again. She would like that reference because like all of Friends, she likes call, Friends. calls yeah. our episodes mm-hmm. the one the where one. something happened. Yeah. yeah. The one I finally got. She's played before. Mm-hmm. But she was so awkward in this one because oh. it's the first time she did it on podcast and it made me laugh so much <laughs> yeah. because she felt like a Nancy Drew NPC. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what she felt like. With just yeah. a dialogue that yeah, she had to read off. Before we had met her character, she's over here writing just a script first. Writing so much she, stuff. The thing about Cynthia was she needed to have a script even if she wrote it 10 seconds before she yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you she couldn't did. stop her in the middle of her. She was going to plow through. Yeah. Exactly. And it was adorable. Uh-huh. But she, towards the middle of the game, like that's what I was telling my wife is I said, you know, like Cynthia. At first, it was it was kind of awkward because she was on rails with yep. her with her super on rails, you know. And I was like, well, once once she kind of broke into it and started, you know, it started feeling natural. I think you two started arguing about something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, she which if y'all remember, y'all that's what like she loved playing that in other games that she'd played in. She would just stop y'all from arguing, and yeah. that was her entire character. That's yeah. just what she enjoys playing, I guess. Buck and Quincy were arguing, and she's like, "No, we gotta go get my owlbears." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when's Haley gonna come play with us? She's not. She's just <laughs> out. She's, she is 
out of it. Any chances of that went out the window when we started recording, huh? Oh, man. I mean, well, she did tell me this week that if we, um, if we really blow up, <laughs> if we really get a lot of support, we start getting money in yeah. and all that, she's like, she's totally going to be in. What I told, I was over at uh, Kyle and Brianna's when AJ first told me that he got us a sponsor. And I was like, I was telling them all this awesome stuff that AJ was getting us involved in. And Brianna looks at Kyle and is like, I'm rethinking this whole playing Dungeons and Dragons thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on the bandwagon. Cynthia has told me that if I buy her a $1,500 camera for her birthday, she'll take photos of us playing. Oh, my gosh. And that's the reason that she thinks I'll get it is if... See, Haley is a huge fan of The Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. Mostly New Jersey. And I get a lot of... I I don't like the show. But it's easy to get sucked in because it's so dramatic and so stupid. Jersey Shore was like that for me in college. I I hung out with two girls who loved the Jersey Shore. Yeah, like like you start realizing these people have names and you start using their names in conversation. Like, what is Teresa doing? You know, it's absolutely... (laughs) It's it's hurtful that I know who Snooki is. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I know. It has done me nothing but harm to realize the, the, the impact these people have had. But I told Haley that... If we do really blow up, then we might. I, I pitched this idea to AJ early, earlier this week. I think it, it would be hilarious to do like a parody of like the Real Housewives of D and D. like like a one episode series on YouTube. Just, yeah. Yeah. Haley and Cynthia and Brienne all in here. <laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. And we'll hire two girls to pretend to be all wives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank I you. I mean, so. totally yeah. appreciate it. Why, like, you need to, you guys is too, yeah, yeah. Or we just put y'all in wigs and y'all could be y'all's yeah, own we'll girlfriend. Just... <laughs> that, would be, that would be funny, but uh, this was a fun uh, for me getting my wife to play. That was that was a blast. Um, did y'all like that episode? Did y'all? That was one of my favorite ones. Really, I mean, I was saying earlier, five and six were my two favorites so far mm-hmm. and it was just i don't know it didn't seem as as serious like four we're afraid we're gonna die because we're fighting the demon thing mm-hmm. and i mean anytime you're fighting something you know it's a little bit more scary but five i don't know the mood was just light mm-hmm. even though we were fighting stuff it was just i felt comfortable the whole time that nothing was gonna nothing bad was gonna happen and well, the combat I mean, was funny actually well it was easy to feel really comfortable when are we talking about actually what happens in game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Because I didn't want to spoil anything. No. It's already there. Yeah. We're just, just on episode five. Don't like, do anything about six. Yeah. Of course not. But yeah. like Cynthia, absolutely, just beheading and goring. These I think it was him. It was Tyrell that was beheading well, stuff. She, no, she used her bladed whip and cut a dude in half. Okay. Like, yeah. And Tyrell was, like, was trying to decapitate people. Like, like seriously, yeah. we were on a tour. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh, it was, yeah. Maybe we, I was we, trying to make it a little more interesting for my wife, just like well, make her feel accomplished. And then it kept being the joke that that blood squirts out and hits so and so that was close by. <laughs> yeah. and, and then Buck was way over there, and, yep. and he decapitated the dude. <laughs> he said, "Blood hits Buck," and he's like fifty yards away. <laughs> I actually have a bone to pick with Buck on this episode. All right. So going into this episode, I try to get a few people to like, I I find out like what they want to do before the game, you know, just so I'll know. AJ convinced convinced me like, I'm going to talk everyone out of it. Buck does not want to be a hero in this town. He is not going to want to stay for a celebration. 
Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. So I get my wife here. She, I was like, you're not going to have to wait very long. <laughs> we're going to get to you really quick because they're not staying in this town. Buck did a 180 on this hero thing. Had to get the hero's feast. Had to, had to be a hero to this town. Yeah, what what was heck, up man? with that? You know, and, Big and stray away from how you were behaving. I think, I think you absolutely have a really good point with that. And I think... Like this is gonna sound silly, but I, I take I, I take it seriously whenever I'm whenever I'm whenever I invest in like I make a character yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm trying to make decisions the way that he would and maybe he wouldn't have made that decision. That's why I'm referring to him in the third person, so it's yeah. really weird for me. No, that's how but we talk like, about all the characters. Yeah. But in that moment when they were talking about the feast and everything, it's not that I felt like. Buck wanted to stay there to be the hero. It's Buck wanted to stay there to see these people celebrate, you know, in the middle of this this dark, dreary time. He wanted to see kind of the payoff, mm -hmm. you know? Like he was all we got to see was these people that were zombified who who couldn't who couldn't get a full night's rest, who were worked to death and they were just, you know, the everyman trying to defend what they were doing with one like superhero in the group. Oh, that's why you had so much sympathy because they were the everyman. Yeah, like, like that's kids. it. Yeah, yeah. and that, that I mean that's when, when when we set out to plan this as a commoners, I wanted to view it as as a commoner. Like I'm not I'm not anything special. You know, we work nine to five, and you know, when something big happens and we all band together. We're stronger than just the one hero. We're stronger than just the, you know, the wavy-haired blonde guy that comes in and <laughs> slays the dragon, collects the lady. Stephen. And, yeah, yeah, Stefan. No, or Damon. Stefan. No, I thought it was Stefan. Stefan. Okay, I, I'm the worst DM. I can't remember <laughs> anything. It's been a while. That was a fan service to my wife again because she loves Vampire Diaries. Mm, nice. Oh, Stephanie. Which her last name of her character was Salvatore, which was also something from Vampire yeah, Diaries. I'm sure it was. Anytime she's played, she's always been something from a yep. show. When we played uh, the Inquisitors, uh, she was her and your cousin were Betty and Veronica from yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah, they like she likes the yeah. But that's fine. Like I, I every episode, I I put in a name from. Some yeah. fantasy that I enjoy. So well, that's fine. Not a big deal. You got to get your inspiration yeah. from somewhere. But I, I thought, I mean, I, I just listened to a little bit of it after I uploaded it, mm -hmm. and I was literally, we literally sat there for probably ten minutes, me trying to convince everybody to leave because and I, you I could told not them, do it, couldn't do it. No. And I was outvoted three to one, mm. and Urist didn't want to be rude. Thren is still convinced that we're going to... Thren, yeah. I felt so bad because, like, it, in my mind as a DM, and I know, like, y'all don't imagine things how I imagine because I'm building the encounters and stuff, so y'all take care of the Capra Demon. It's done. Like, mm -hmm. And Tyrell is just convinced. We haven't finished it yet. And I was like, I, I was how do positive I... positive that there was something else there. Somebody else is behind this. <laughs> well, Who summoned him? There is You somebody. might not be wrong, but as far as what you're going to accomplish in that episode or in this town at this moment, you you are done. And I like that's it's hard for me because I have to figure out a way of somehow letting you know without just straight up saying it. No, right. That's why. Well, that was why Quincy wanted out of there. We got we got stuff to do. We don't need to be chilling out somewhere mm -hmm. this close to home. Where is this the episode could... you snuck out and you saw? Uh, 
No, that was that was it four. Was the, okay, four. Yeah. Okay. Anthony, I, I've asked these two. What was your take on um, the old woman? Um, Millicent. 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 Yeah, what's your take on Millicent? <laughs> I mean, at first, I, I mean, I was, I, I feel like I was the one that maybe started voicing the suspicion of her in the first place. So, like, at first I was like, oh, dude, she's you guilty. You didn't want to take her apple. No, uh-uh. I'm not <laughs> stupid apples. I'm not about. I, well, you describe them as blood red apples, and her you name is won. Millicent. So I think I associated that with Maleficent from. Okay, never made that. Oh, okay. and, and like I was like, okay, th- she's an evil witch. I mean, okay. it's absolute. <laughs> you know, and then like we started getting into, it and I was like, okay, okay, listen. If it if she is evil, then I'm not. I'm just not going to follow this, and I'm just going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I'm just going to drop it there. And, and it kept going None beyond of you were that. ever pleasantly surprised that she turned out to be helpful. Like, no. We still don't know. Still don't, like... Because we... What look, is your thoughts on Delilah? The girl that you saved from the Capra Demon. Uh, now, I think she was in on it. In on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember... What about Roran with that mysterious missing arm? Stand up, that dude is a stand up. Uh, he's a folk hero. He's a blacksmith. He works hard all day, and he's got a fiery arm. You know, he's got to have more of a past. D- did we get his whole story? I mean, he said he bought that at a shop in Derry. Well, mm-hmm. why was he in Derry? Why did he? Well, I guess he could. He could. He uses that thing to work. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that would be. And it's. Reason. And I mean, it's made out of fire, so that's really. You know, helpful for it's helpful for a blacksmith. Right. He is the forge. Yeah, that's it. You know, and the thing is, like, I think, I think one fatal flaw of my character, of Buck, is that if they are an everyman, he's going to trust them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay yes. You know, it's oh, like boy. okay. I guess that's good for some, a DM to know. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I figured you could use that somewhere, but like, you know, like Millicent uh, is an everyman. She's a magic user. No, She's not an everyman. She's out in the middle of this zombie apocalypse picking apples. Come on. But they weren't going to come until midnight. She had plenty right, of time to get Right, but back. we didn't know that. Well, we just true. knew about the zombie, what was it, zombie dogs that we saw, or zombie wolf? Or, yeah, uh, it was a dog. Undead death dog. dog. Death dog. Death dog. I mean, we saw that thing, and it was, you know, it was like, okay, and you're the one holding the coin that Delilah gave, right? Yeah. What is your thoughts on that? We talked about that last episode, but oh man, this is all kind of connected since the party and all that. Right. So. I, you know, I don't know. I now that I have suspicions about Delilah, and it, I don't know. I I really hadn't thought about it in that context yet. It could be that she's spying on us. Yeah, maybe it's like a tracker. Yeah. Or she can listen with it. Yeah, maybe, true. Maybe maybe we ought to ditch that. <laughs> maybe we ought to stuff some cotton. Gosh. Maybe we ought to stuff some cotton in the coin bag with it or <laughs> yeah. something in my pocket. Just get a bag of holding. And yeah, stick I was gonna say there. a bag of holding. Yeah. Put she can listen to the void. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, keeping it more episode five. So moving forward, the the reason that I really liked it so much. I mean, we had we had the celebration, a lot of role play, yeah. a lot of just do whatever you want, kind yeah. of fun stuff. Um, oh, but Thren's egg hatched. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was so not expecting I the phoenix. All about the phoenix egg. The baby phoenix, which I still have not used yet. There's no fight really. Yeah. 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 Well, we had the one. I could have used it in the fight between. Yeah. Actually, in this episode, I yeah. could have used it then, but I didn't. Uh, 
it didn't really come to me at the time to use it. Oh yeah, that's just another Pinterest special. I love getting on Pinterest and looking at Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And when you told me, like I asked you, I think one of your things was you wanted uh, one of your level zero things is you get a uh, tome of spells yeah. from your master, right? And I think I rolled for him. And then I rolled for that one, and then I found this phoenix egg. And I was like, I'm going to take this one away from you. Don't worry about wasting yeah. any of your spell slots on getting a uh, familiar, fine familiar, because I think I have something you'll like. And I, I think it, it, it might be really OP. I don't know. Like, it, it, I don't know. If I really want to be a dick, I can just attack it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it would probably die in one hit. Like, it'd go yeah. into its egg form. And you right. Want and then if I, since I know how it works, I could destroy the egg, but I don't know. Like, I, that, that's. I, I think it's pretty cool. It'll find cool familiar. familiar. Yeah. yeah. And, like, in my imagination, like, in just like three or four more days, like, it's not going to be a little chick anymore. I think it should just keep growing until you have a full phoenix. Like, that'll be that'd freaking sweet. Be the same stat block, huge. though. Yeah. A, you'd think a full grown phoenix. I don't know. There, I've, I've looked at actually stat blocks for higher phoenix levels. But it's still familiar, so How I, I can't give it is to. a full-grown phoenix? Well, thing. okay. That version, I think it must be from an older edition of, like, restatted for 5th edition. I don't know. Because it is a celestial right here. Okay. And the new version of the phoenix is actually an elemental, and it is a, I want to say huge creature. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I found the guy who, like, it, I, found, I found the guy on Reddit who posted it like he wanted people to play test it and stuff. So I don't know if it's old or new, but he just created it for the four fifth edition as far as I know. I might, if, if, it, if it is thing. huge, I might, I, 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 it would be, I think it'd be kind of cool to be a dwarf Phoenix, not the size of a, I don't know. I don't like, I don't, Condor. I think of Phoenix. The only thing I've really ever seen a Phoenix in is Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's just kind of a large peacockish size. I wouldn't call that huge by any means. Mm. Well, another thing is about phoenixes is also they're like they could like bestow like uh, cure like diseases and all sorts of stuff because they're like supposed to be like a oh fairies uh, did too Dumbledore's Final Pro- Fantasy yeah. Phoenix Kinda. Phoenix down wow if y'all ever played that I don't know I have not oh, this man. is not on the console though we are sticking <laughs> to the campaign <laughs> sorry <though>. sorry <laughs> yeah go, so then we we find Twy. Which was hilarious when the when the owl bear swatted the gnome guy way far away. Mm-hmm. That was funny. The no name, no guy. NBC gnome. Yeah, just that was funny. <laughs> uh, then we we take off. Now was Kyle in this game? He wasn't, was he? No, Kyle was not. Okay. Um, and then we're, we're interrogating the the poacher woman, and that that was mm-hmm. all Anthony. Except I kept slapping her. Yeah. Until I knocked her out, <laughs> but that was that was fairly interesting. And again, there was a fun dynamic of Buck and Quincy. Like Quincy's just accepting this uh, mercenary life almost. Oh. Well, Quincy's got—he's an adventurer at heart. It's yeah. kind of coming out of him, and the rest of him. And Buck is hardcore fighting it and him about it. Yeah, I mean that. And I love as a DM, I love that dynamic. I love y'all's conversations of you like trying to reel him back, that's, and Quincy's kind of like throwing the carrot out to you, like edging you back towards the adventure life as yeah. well. That's the thing. I'm not. I, as as Buck, he's not the. He's still a baker, mm-hmm. you know. He, when all this is over, you expect to just he'll be able to go. His back to, end goal is to go back to. Uh, 
Juniper Grove. Uh, Juniper Grove. No, I almost Hollyhead. said Hollyhead. Hollyhead. Yeah. God, I'm a horrible. To go back to go back to <laughs> Hollyhead oh. to build a new bakery and to carry Matthew on. Mercer basically, would be so disappointed in <laughs> Basically, like the end of the Lord of the Rings. The hobbits go back to uh, to is it Hobbiton? Is that what they call it? No, the Shire. The Shire. I thought that was the town, though. I don't know. Anyways, the uh, Shire. They go back to the Shire, and nobody knows what they did. Everybody looks mm-hmm. at them with disgust. Like, I can't believe you guys left. You know, and it's funny that you you say that because I'm currently reading Wheel of Time, and mm-hmm. one of they're from a very small village, and one of the things that the author is like driving home as like they go to bigger and bigger villages and then cities and stuff, and one of the main character is like. What he claims all the time, I'm just a shepherd. Mm-hmm. I just, I belong there. But as he keeps going, like, you can tell he's getting too far away. He's getting too deep into this. Like, he would never, I'm not, I'm only like halfway through book two. Mm-hmm. So, and there's 15 books. So I'm like, I, I can already tell you, he's going to be way into the adventuring life. He's going to be way too interested in it. Even if everything worked out for him, he could never go back to living in a small town and just herding his sheep again. Unless something absolutely awful happens. And then he's just like, okay, yep, I'm done. <laughs> yep, maybe. Time to hit the old trail back. But, but, but I don't that's, know. that's your long goal. I think this is something else I asked them. What is your long-term goal for Buck? Clear the record, get back home. Clear the record. I think that's kind of all of our goals right now. Because yeah. we're still kind of getting used to yeah. what, mm-hmm. what's going on. Like, we're not... Like, even if we make it up to, like, level 20 characters. I would love for that, because yeah. I would love to. Don't kill him. He's, like, basically... <laughs> Don't do anything stupid, Tyro. <laughs> <laughs> Where, basically, he's got this, you know, this connection to the gods, you know. Which you have not talked about with the other players. I, and I won't, in-game. because... I mean, in the campaign, they're lost. I keep saying, I think I keep saying the dead gods, but they're yeah, lost, you know? So, I don't want people to... I mean, you keep finding the one that's talking to you, at least, yeah. in a cemetery. Yeah. So, how, I mean, that's kind of the thought I had, is lost, dead, kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. Because uh, who is it that, what uh, race can believe in a god so much that it comes to life? Uh, oh, the uh, Kuatoa. So, yeah, yeah, my thought is... People don't believe enough in these gods; they they dwindle. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why Rask and the Inkling are trying to find, find the them. gods yeah. by doing good deeds. Yeah. I don't know if I'm you're picking it up, but my clever. stomach is making some noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing, the okay, so we went we went into the cave to get the baby owlbears, and I back. totally expected y'all to have to fight the people in the cave, but and we, y'all didn't. We snuck out of there. No, I was very impressed. Clever play. Yeah, I mean, that took a lot of cooperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some good rolling. Yeah, yeah. a few Absolutely. good rolls, and yeah, that it was. I don't know. It was fun. It, there was a lot of variety in that. There was we a had lot an interrogation. Variety. We had some combat. We had just some fun role play. Yeah. yeah, great episode. Something I like in that that y'all probably don't. I, I know y'all liked it at the time. Was Cynthia's weapon that? Uh, yes. The the whip. I, whip. I hate that fifth edition has a rapier is the only thing you can use if you want to do good damage mm-hmm. with your dexterity, and like the, I mean all of the other the heavy weapons are pretty much two d sixes or one d twelves. I mean there's no like that's all there is. It's just the same thing reskinned. And I hate that. They need to add so many more items to the list. Like, 
Pat, so we've not played Pathfinder two, but their their weapon list is like twice as long and just mm-hmm. so much more interesting. That's why I created uh, Cynthia's. What did I call it? Uh, I don't know. It's I don't a know. Whip it's with blades. Whip, uh, yeah, it's Blade. kind of like Blade. Ivy off of the uh, was it Soul Caliber? I was it think... Soul Caliber? I'm also thinking of like, is it is it Blade that has the whip thing too? He, he has something like that. Yeah. Hunting vampires, cuts their heads off. I don't know, but like that was just like that was a cool. Yeah. Like I think yeah, it did two D four, and she was able to grab people or take their weapons yeah, away. In fit in three point five edition, there was a chained whip, and you could you could do that. It had a ten foot reach, and if on a successful attack, you could try to uh, take a weapon out of someone's hands or uh, trip them. Super awesome. I mean, and they need more stuff like that in fifth edition. Yeah, it's it's a nasty weapon. But yeah. one, once again, you did with two d four. I mean, you've got a chance for really good damage. And you have a chance mm-hmm. for for not as good damage. Yeah. And whips are cool. Whips are fun. Like, mm-hmm. why is that just a d four? That is, I just hate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I was noticing in the uh, Sword Coast Adventures guy, whenever they were talking about the Blade Singer in there, they have like a bunch of different fighting styles for blades on mm-hmm. and one of them actually involves i think i can't remember which animal it is but it's it involves using a whip because it's a one-handed weapon yeah. that you can use while casting spells and all that stuff. That's that's kind of cool. i want to create a um indiana jones character once for a game of tomb of annihilation yeah and i just couldn't do it because i just could not bring myself to be useless in <laughs> combat by having a d4 like I yeah, couldn't compromise. It should not be a D four. It should be a D four. Do some damage. Yeah, but I mean, blades on it definitely helps. Yeah. So that was a fun reskin that I. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that. And I, I, I am totally like, with that. If you guys find weapons that y'all like and stuff, like I, I'm all up for giving y'all cult weapons because I mean, spear is the same as a uh, trident. That's just dumb. Like a trident, it is, has three spikes on it. Yeah, it should just do better stuff. It yeah. should just be special somehow. I don't know. You should be able to command water. <laughs> Definitely, you, you know? should be Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, you have should... a trident. You're Aquaman. I mean, honestly, you speak to animals, and that's all you're good for. <laughs> water, animals. water, animals, fish. Okay. Sorry, the kraken, maybe. We got, we got anything else about the campaign? Anything else about session five? I hope to get my wife back on. Yep. I don't know if she'll be twy again. She needs to be. She just needs to be somebody we find every now and then. Because that's that's fun. The reoccurring character. Yeah. Who? What? What was we watching the other day? And what you wanted to add as a reoccurring character? Oh my god! It was so funny. It's like how oh, my name is George or something like that. What was Jeff. it? Jeff. Was what it was Jeff? it? What was we watching? Uh, Doolittle. Was it Doolittle? No. Yes. Or was yeah, it? it was Doolittle. Hi, I'm Jeff. It was just a random guy yeah. on the boat. <laughs> it was freaking hilarious. We laughed so hard. Oh, that was funny. Well, right. speaking of Doolittle, I mean, we can do movie minute. Okay. I mean, you were going to talk about Scoob, but I watched Scoob last night with my wife, and it was we had to pay twenty dollars for it first of all to rent it for two days. Oof. So you guys should what? stay and watch it tonight. It's brand new release. Just came out last night. And it was more, which is still not very bad. It's like going to the theater, ten dollars a piece, not too bad. Yeah, and but if you guys want to watch it, that'd be even better. But uh, no, that's way too. Freaking bad. loved it. I it, it like. I think she was falling asleep through the whole thing. 
I really enjoyed it. I grew up on Scooby Doo. When I was a kid, Scooby Doo gave me nightmares. Like it was. Oh the, my god! I don't know why. I don't know why. It's the same thing every time. It's true, but like <laughs> this was a great callback to Scooby Doo. Like it was like in the thing where they were kind of doing like a montage of stuff. I no- I noticed characters from the old show that I watched that they had caught. That was really cool. Um, they it was just. It was like I was a kid again watching Scooby-Doo for the first time. The animation was good. It kind of reminded me of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Just like I'm liking that animation is taking off to where it's more than just Pixar and Disney. Yeah. Other companies are starting to jump in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Mark Wahlberg was in there. Uh, Zac Efron. Um, it was just... it was. They did a good job. Everyone sounded good. The characters were pretty much just like I remember. I don't think there was so much of a Daphne Fred love interest but well i think was, that's only that's only been explored in a few different iterations of skippy kind of the movies i think the, the movies yeah. and then um oh mystery incorporated you know that newer the newer mm-hmm. show i don't know if i've watched any of that one i mean it's it's got a really neat story albeit short but i mean it's i mean it's you know conspiracy theories and yeah it okay. was well. I would highly. I actually looked at the like. People are not enjoying Scoob very much, though. It is not getting very high on. Oh really? Like, I'd give it a seven. Good movies would never yeah, do. I'd give it like a seven point like, five or something. The and whole the everything whole else reason like five point five and sixes. The whole reason I don't think I would like it is like I've heard uh, Shaggy's voice on the trailers, mm-hmm. and it's just it's you know. Like you grew up, or I grew up, you know, watching the old Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. You you hear uh, Casey Kasem. You know, and he's like, you know, I, I, I can't do a Casey Kasem impersonation. Yeah. But, you know, like he's got... Well, a the very- movie actually talked about it. Just try to say like at the beginning of a word and try to sound like, like what you think a hippie sounds like. <laughs> There's that. And then, there, I mean, the Matthew Lillard take on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know... I enjoy Matthew Lillard. You're challenging me. You know, that type mm-hmm. of thing. And it uh, from the trailers, I didn't think that he had that voice. I... Like Shaggy, actually. Mm-hmm. His voice... I mean, I knew it wasn't the same people. Actually, I think Scooby was the same person. Because when I looked at the people who was in it, uh, he was the only person who looked about 70 years old. Did that <laughs> did say his name? Young. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was. I, I figure he was mm-hmm. the original Scooby. And, and Scooby sounded really good. Uh, I, I, I recognize Zac Efron's voice. And I thought Ma- Mark Wahlberg was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But... Which Ryan Reynolds should just be in just about any animation because oh he gosh. has a great animation voice. Oh my gosh! I Did still... we do Doolittle in the last? No, I we didn't. Okay. No, we watched it after. So okay. I was going to say, what about Doolittle? Yeah. I did not enjoy Doolittle. We were not impressed. Not... Did is you? That, you is, left, didn't uh, you? Yeah. Is that the one with uh, Robert Downey? Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I feel like <sighs> here's the thing. Did you watch? Have you Ro- seen it? No, no, oh. I haven't seen it. But my my first impression, I should say, is. Robert Downey Jr. is playing Sherlock Holmes, is playing, you know, Doctor Doolittle. I didn't. I I had a hard time even understanding him. He mumbled. he was mumbling. Yeah, the mm. whole time, and he was in an accent, so it was really hard. The animal, like I, John Cena, was the bear. Oh, he was very clear to understand. The animation was superb. The only like the squirrel in the very beginning. Was really bad animation. He's like, oh well, that's CGI. But yeah. the like every other animal was too. Pretty good. But none of them you could tell was CGI. Very yeah. like it was very well. I guess it's maybe it's hard to do a squirrel. Uh, small <laughs> but, size maybe. So what we're basically saying is Scoob, great. Do little. <laughs> yeah. You can pass on do little. <laughs> 
You have to come all the time just so you can do sound. <laughs> you, can, you can pass on the on the Doolittle. Yeah, I, I mean, pass the, on the Doolittle. The boy that's his apprentice annoyed the crap out of me. But I don't know. A, a lot of kids annoy the crap out of me in movies. The, yeah. I mean, sounds a little derivative. Of Antonio Star Wars Banderas thing. was all right. I don't know. It just it just it wasn't impressive. Yeah. We laughed pretty good a couple times. There was a couple funny times. things, but. Totally expected his. I don't want to give up spoilers, but okay, no spoilers. Yep, uh, I think I, we gave do a little five out of ten, didn't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But Scoob, I gave a good seven point five. Seven point five. This is right, that's your movie minute. Moving into on the console, Anthony's going to take this one away. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to take it away with. We, we've talked about before how you're the retro gamer. So yeah, you're the retro I mean, gamer. I, I enjoy some retro games. I mean, uh, I'll say. Uh, Back in January for my birthday, uh, my wife uh, got me the uh, the, N- uh, the SNES Classic, Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic. And I never knew what the ES stood for. I'm going to be really honest. The one thing that sold me on the whole thing, it wasn't Castlevania. It wasn't Super Mario, or is it Super Mario World? I can't remember. Anyways, it wasn't any of that. It was Super Mario RPG. I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, it and it was it was this game that my brother had on the original Super Nintendo, and it was a game I always tried to play, but never really could get past. Like it's 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 structured like Final Fantasy, okay, but it's Super Mario and mm-hmm. all the characters therein and a few added extras, but like you know, it's it's. I don't know. It, it's a, it's a it's a neat it's a it's a whole it's 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 a really neat game, you know. Uh, but I started playing it as a kid, and I couldn't get past like I don't know. There was a certain point that I couldn't that I would never get past. Not not that I couldn't, not that I wasn't able to, but it wouldn't hold my attention long enough. Because <laughs> if you've ever played a Final Fantasy game, you know that they get re- you know they the stories can get really drawn mm-hmm. out, and that, it was the same case here. But I don't know. It was uh, I I played it and beat it within the first week and I was like oh man wow this thought there was more <laughs> but I mean game seemed so hard when I was a kid uh, and I would like some things I think I've went back and played again and they weren't no because we didn't know what grinding was right. we didn't know what grinding for levels was or yeah. you know anything like that so I'll I mean, tell you there's one game I if I could go back and beat because I never beat this game I got to the last boss and could never beat it because it was so stupid was a Star Fox game the one where uh, you're on the plant, the dinosaur Adventures, planet. Star Fox oh. Adventures or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah, where you just fight this whole time. You just have this staff, and you're like, you do shoot a little bit, but it's not very much. You're yeah. mostly just there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs, and then the last boss, you get in a spaceship and you're shooting at a planet-sized moon thing, and like the entire <laughs> game, you have not done that, and then they expect you to just start doing this. I never played a Star Fox game. Never played one since. It's the only Star Fox I ever knew about. I played Star Star Fox 64. Back when you can one. rent games, Yeah, we rented that one. And I tried to rent that one every single time, but I could never get far enough into it. But um, oh, I, I would like to go back because I figure I could beat that game easily enough now oh, yeah. as an adult. But I, I, I played Star Fox 64, and I played the one after the one you're talking about. And funny enough, in the one after that, you actually go back to that dinosaur Dude. planet. It's being taken over by these weird, like... That chick is in the game after that yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. A crystal? She, yeah, yeah, she takes she takes a permanent position, like, in yeah. the ship and stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole plant's being, like, taken over by these robotic 
symbiote things trying to take yeah. a roll of the dinosaurs and stuff. It's re- really weird. I played that. I, I actually have. I have Star Fox sixty four. I oh. played it like one time and did not like it. Are you serious? That's like one of the greats. I I got my Nintendo sixty four. I bought from a friend back when I was probably eleven or twelve, <laughs> and he just he had a ton of games for it. <laughs> And so I've just got a bunch of the games, and I, I mean, there's a few of them that I actually liked and played. But. I bought a 64 for the first time in college. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. A, Did my it first come console. out at the same time as the PlayStation? Because PlayStation was so much better. It was, it I think was in that generation. Short, just shortly it was in that after, generation. You know, and but it, it, wasn't it was like, immediately. it seems like Nintendo always puts something out right before the technology gets good enough for something well, n- better. Nintendo <laughs> likes to be separate. They don't want to make discs for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they want to make different size discs. Yeah. And yeah. Well, they just love the, what do they call the little... Cartridges. Uh, huh? The cartridges, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they went back to cartridges with the Switch. Like, Well, I mean, they're, they're you know, not as easy to damage, and yeah. you also have that sense of control. Like, but they're never going to have as much, much power as... Something as it is. We had discs. Hmm? We has discs. Yeah, I, I know. Game, right, right. right. But GameCube we, had small discs, yeah. though. Yeah. That's what I was meaning by yeah. different sizes. Different. I heard that that was gonna that the reason that they made them small is because they were gonna launch a handheld console. Like, really? Yeah, that, that supported those discs. That would never work. <laughs> Was PSP, well, PSP was that? It was a similar size. It list. was kind of like a disc inside of it a It was a disc inside of a cartridge. cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. It was the just cart- so you couldn't damage the yeah. disc. It yeah. only, it only the cartridge was only open where the laser would right. read it. Probably. As someone who, who like, had idea. a, instead of a Walkman, had a CD uh, disc that I would try to carry around and listen to, <laughs> I damaged so many CDs by just like kind yeah. of holding it at yeah. weird angles and stuff. Yeah. And it'd be hard to do a console like that. Oh man, yeah. I love GameCube. I will. Uh, GameCube is probably the best uh, console made I today. Think that, yeah, yeah, I, I still that one came out about the same time as PS2. GameCube I mean, did. I love a GameCube controller. Wise. Yeah, yeah the triggers really nice. were like they yeah. had the, they were pressure sensitive, but then they clicked. Mm-hmm. It yeah. felt just like a trigger when you yeah, pulled that yeah. thing. See, that's what I played Resident Evil Four on when when that game first came out, and that was like that was a revolutionary shooter game because it was one of the first games where you know you actually get to aim and you know where you're aiming. It's not just point your gun in this direction and it fire a couple shots and yeah, kind of like that. I mean, but you you get to control precisely where you're shooting and like. I wouldn't have had it any other way than on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Me and one of my friends played, like every time I went to his house, we'd play Medal of Honor Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. We'd start at the beginning and just play all the way through the thing, and it was on GameCube, and we, I mean, we'd play it for hours. And yeah. Gosh, that was so much fun. I'd love to play that. GameCube game. was my first console that I got as a kid, mm-hmm. and I got, it was like a Black Friday bundle, yeah. and I got the whole pack of Legend of Zelda games yeah. and played nothing but Ocarina of Time. Like I loved Ocarina of Time. That one got never my, beat that game either. My stepdad, long. my stepdad at the time, he knew that I loved Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, right around that time, and like took it upon himself. I never expressed wanting a GameCube. You know, I, I mean, I thought it was awesome, but I never expressed it. But he went out and, um, for Christmas one year, got me a Pokemon XD version GameCube. It's still got black, uh, the dark Lugia mm-hmm. on the top of it. It's silver. Like, I still have the game. Dude, that was the most lit Christmas I could ever remember. <laughs> like, that thing's probably worth money. It is. It, I mean, I, I've, 
I've seen GameCube stuff is still so expensive. Oh, is it? I've, I've seen like uh, there's like a Pokemon shop in New York City that has all these. Collectibles, I would love to go there. And they have they have those consoles, and that I think I can't remember how much they were selling for, but hundreds of hundreds of dollars. Oh, jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, and I, dude, I would never sell this thing. No, I am playing this thing till it grinds down. <laughs> my pro, my GameCube, the thing that broke on it was the lid stopped uh, uh, oh, closing, yeah. and that like that was the only thing that stopped on the thing. Yeah, I loved my GameCube. I would buy a GameCube now, probably. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> it's got the same games on anything else. Is I mean, except for the Nintendo. There's always the Nintendo specific games. Yeah, Mario and Luigi, Mansion, and yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. My wife will always bring up this thing. We we went and bought a PlayStation Two together up in Missouri when she was going to school up there. And uh, she, uh, we were going through this store, and we were on the PlayStation side, on the PlayStation Two side. And she goes, she goes, um, so where's the Mario game for PlayStation? <laughs> and she says that I said it in a hateful way. I don't think I said it in a hateful way, <laughs> but I looked at her, I narrowed my eyes, and I said, they don't make <laughs> Mario. She should know that. Anyone should know that. I feel like, I mean, I yeah. feel like that's Common not a wrong way to be. You know, right. anyone would know that. No. <laughs> She's like, oh, acting like you know better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you do know better than her. Like, you, know you should know. Goes on. Mario is Nintendo 100%. Yep. Like, I didn't realize that was up for debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't know that was not common knowledge. <laughs> So something we've talked about, like, and we're kind of getting close to here. What was everyone's first yeah. game that they ever played? And this is hard because I, it's like, I don't know. Um, I I can go first because I think I might know. I remember. Okay, I'm not gonna say it's the first game I ever played. I'm pretty. It probably was. Mm-hmm. When when we got our first computer. There was a pinball game on it called Looney Labyrinth, and I might have played that before this other game. I don't think I did, though, because I was only three or four when we got a computer. Mm-hmm. And we got this game called Hardcore 4x4. Well, now you've got me four. thinking even further back than I was planning. Go ahead. It was called Hardcore 4x4. I played it all the time. This is the one that actually like changed me. as yeah. a part. Like This is when I got into video games, was playing this game. And I remember, I, I can't remember if I pulled out an old computer or something and, and got it to work. A few years ago or something unplayable i could not (laughs) it's i mean it's 3d you're it's like a a racing game now where you're behind the vehicle you can see the environment around you but it is so pixelated and glitchy and it's trying to be like realistic with like you're going over big bumps and stuff and it's like shaking around i couldn't look at it but that that's hardcore four by four is the first i think the first game i i really got into tyrell do you know yours i was thinking it was uh Nintendo, but actually, I do remember playing. I think the first game I ever played. I don't know what it was, what the name of it was, but it was a racing car game on the Atari. Okay, that I never owned an Atari. Right. I've got an Atari. I don't think I've ever played an Atari. I, I played it, but I'm not missing much. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, game. everybody, but Pitfall is really fun. I don't even think I have Pitfall for my Atari, but I played it on like uh, like remakes, mm-hmm. and that's really fun. And I have. I have Mario Brothers for the Atari. Mm-hmm. For and, the Atari? Yeah, it came out on Atari. Huh. And uh, there's a couple other games. They're fun for a few minutes. But mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead, Tyrell. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, that's a what was it? That, what did you say? I don't a remember what the game? name of it was. Pole Position? No, I don't think it was. Pole. That's like the classic racing game. Atari well, that could have been, yeah. That, that was Atari. 
It might yeah, pole been. position was. I mean, it was an arcade game too. I don't remember what it was called. I just remember like it was kind of like a, I remember arcade It was like games. a two D, almost like a two D side scroller, but like it was like everything was coming at you. Yeah, you know, that sounds like pole position. Oh, okay. Oh, and Rally X is a really good game. That may not be Atari. I think I'm naming arcade games. I don't think. I think pole. <laughs> posi- I think pole position was only arcade, and Rally X. I don't know. Mm. Rally X is awesome. You, it's like. You're in kind of like a maze, and you have to pick up all these flags, but there's red cars chasing you, mm-hmm. kind of like Pac-Man. But you can, Sounds you have, like a, you have, yeah, it's kind of, you have like a smoke screen you can put out that'll spin them out, and you can get them away from you. But it's cool because you got to put the moves on them to get away from them and get the flags. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a cross between Tron and, and Pac-Man. Okay, that's that's. Hey, cool what game. was your first game? My first game. Thinking back to it, I think it was Duck Hunt on the Nintendo. The original oh Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. I would play Duck Hunt for hours right now. Yeah. I mean, well. It was incredible that that game worked. How did that technology work? I don't know. It, I think it worked kind of how like a remote control works, you know, with the with the glass bulb on the front, and it just pointed Was there direction. anything? That, was there a sensor bar with the TV or no, anything? No, no. How, how, how did it know if you were aiming in the left or right corner? It must I have think, just been a I mean, timing thing. Like, I, like I'm saying, like. Kind of like a TV remote, you know. You can point the TV remote here, but you're not going to get on. anything. You point it over here, and on the TV, I, I don't. So know. as long as you're pointed near the television, I <laughs> you, you miss. Yeah, you, you did miss. miss. Like, I'm I bet, not. I would love. I bet you could find a YouTube thing explaining how that works. Probably. I'm sure because it's not. Like if it weed. turns out that it's just chance, I'm going to be so. That'd be super. Out. That'd be horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be. Oh though. well, if you just shot three times, you know you get. Maybe that. it's a, maybe it's just a timing mm-hmm. thing. Like yeah. if you shoot at the right point when it crosses, the duck can the only get shot in this one square, <laughs> and you have to pull the trigger right at that square. I don't doesn't know. matter where you're aiming. I I hooked up my, um, a Remember Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I hooked up an original Nintendo to like my dad's new TV, like one that you have mm-hmm. here, and does not work at all. Really, it's not compatible one hundred percent. No. Wow. Yeah. You just, just hook it up to like the antenna port, right? Yeah. Like, I screw mean, in. I mean, no, no, no. You can play the games. Duck Hunt does but you not can't work. Play Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt does not work because of the gun. That's. Yeah. I wonder if your gun was that just faulty. No, 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 no. I've looked. I looked it up at the time. That's. That's why I know kind of. A little bit about this is it's not it it's not compatible with. We're gonna have TVs. to look up. I, yeah, I've got to look this up later. This yeah. is so interesting to me now. Maybe it has something to do with the convex. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. so what was your what's okay? Your okay, so I'm going even further back than I thought because my dad got a computer when I was like, oh my gosh, four maybe. It was like the first time a computer came out, and I had. A Pocahontas game on floppy disk. Ooh, you had a floppy disk. I had a floppy disk game. That's like more rare than an Atari game. I had a floppy disk game. Pocahontas. Insane. What was it like? An RPG? I have no clue. Probably a Kellogg's kind of thing that you yeah. got, yeah. you know, for sending in box tops or something. I right? actually had one of those Kellogg's top games with X Men Evolution mm-hmm. when that was big. No, anyway, legit, sorry. a game me and my sister used to play all the time. It came in a, in a Captain Crunch. Maybe you had to send for it or something. I can't remember what it was Are called. You talking about the Captain Crunch game? Yeah, it was. I Captain freaking love with the monsters. Must- yes, the Crunchlings. Yes. That was yes. yes. That was such a freaking great game. I actually watched someone play that here just a, f- a few weeks ago. Like looked up, hey, that Captain Crunch computer game, and it looked horrible. I don't remember <laughs> what it was called, but yeah, you make your little Crunchling guy and you yeah. grow him up, and you like there's a skateboarding thing. Yep. There's a jumping on the different platforms yeah, and there's thing. One, one more and. You can jump so high on that platform That's the thing only when, you, two when you get the adult but you, like, Yes. <laughs> it was so hard as a kid, and then you grow them up. That yeah. is, yes. <laughs> what are the odds I that you've played that? 
And you can paint them different colors. Yep. Just make them look like whatever you wanted. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my lord. I can't believe you played that game. My life since like, since I was born has been about video games. Like, like I was saying, we had, we had the NES. Um, I think the first console that we had was a Sega Genesis. Like the NES was like my dad's thing. He liked to play Mike Tyson's punch out and super Mario brothers or Mario brothers, whatever it was. Um, but then he, he bought us a Sega and Sonic was my steez. Sonic and an yeah, X-Men Sonic game. is originally a, a, it's a Nintendo thing now, right? Though Sonic? Yeah. 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 But it was a, a Sega. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sega, the, I guess they gave up. No, they, they, just, they, they the went Genesis. bankrupt. And now, they, I mean, they still make games, right? No. What they made, they did made Sega go into games. Sony? I don't know. Sega, from what, from what somebody, I remember a teacher talking about this once. Sega started. Maybe, I can't remember. Seems like a Mr. Comstock conversation. But like, Sega started out with the, with the discs. You know, they were, they were really on the cutting edge of that. And then like, I don't know if they sold that to Sony or if like, somehow you know they had some sort of power and basically sony got a hold of it and then just absolutely skyrocketed from there and bankrupted sega i thought they might have started with arcade games because i know a lot of street fighter stand-up arcade games are sega oh yeah i mean i mean i'm sure they did but like that's the sega saturn was was like ahead of its time that's crazy the you Sega know, every, Saturn. I've never yeah. even heard that of that. That was a console? Like, yeah. Sega, I did not there know There was that. Sega Genesis, uh, Jupiter, and then the Sega Saturn. I've not oh, heard I've of the heard Jupiter. Of the Genesis. Yeah, Genesis all yeah, that. I, I know Crazy Taxi was made by Sega, and that's like my favorite arcade uh, game. Sewer Sharks. That was on Sega Saturn. I, the only reason I know so much about Sega Saturn is um, a guy we went to uh, high school with, uh, Seth, that he was a Sega... Fanboy oh. all the time, uh, Aaron. Okay, that's what I was gonna guess. Yeah, he was all the time talking about it. Let me see if I can find it. I have Sega another question I, did, I thought of during this conversation while he's looking up something, and I want y'all to be thinking about what games influenced you as gamers. Like, what games in your childhood do you remember put, putting a bunch of time into? Just childhood. Uh, yeah, because I mean, any like any game that's kind of been like important to you i guess and not that a video game can really be important but like something that you fell in love with i guess and i can go first once tate's done talking about what he was talking about sorry i was just doodling all that's fine sometimes you gotta google something he can come back go ahead and talk about it okay for me like uh kingdom hearts was a big one because i would go to a friend of mine uh, or a cousin of mine's and that was a game but i think before that when i was a kid i went to anthony's house in kindergarten no yeah in kindergarten, and he had a wrestling game, and I didn't have video games. Like we Nintendo were Nintendo sixty four, NWO versus uh, oh, it was like all I remember, WCW NWO. I remember Ric Flair. I remember mm-hmm. Goldberg. Uh, but the, that was what we played a whole bunch. And I like one like I would go to a friend's house because I didn't have a TV. I did not have video games growing up, so I would go to a friend's house. And I'd stay up till four in the morning by myself. They would pass out a long time ago because they didn't care. It was their everyday thing. Yeah. And it was something special to me. When he got Spider-Man for oh. the 64. Spider-Man 2000, yes. I think it was called. Oh, my God. That game was incredible. <laughs> like, 
Yes. I like I told Mama I found out I got a Kellogg subscription to this game and you could only play the first level of it. And I played that every day over and over. I until you got in the bank and then the game would stop. Yeah. And I played that so much and I told mom and dad, like, I want to start working. I've got to start like I'm gonna start taking the trash out, I'll burn it, I'll do the dishes, I've gotta start making money so I can buy this game. That was a very important game to me. Yeah, oh dude. And I remember I didn't even realize like when I found out that you had the game. Yep. What did you I beat the game. Did I, I yeah, did I get the game? You had it first. You? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. See, because I remember us talking about it and I was like, Whoa, this is the same game. Are you serious? Yeah. What? And you would you were always ahead of me on it. Yeah. I, so I, I was had always asking you about yeah. it. And I was like, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. I had the computer and you had uh, the 64. 64. And so like, I could do, I, I got really good because it was the first game I'd ever played. I used my left hand on the directional pad over here. Mm-hmm. And then my right hand was on the number lock side. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Like two was jump and nine <laughs> was uh, web slinging. And I could beat the game. I beat the game. The fast, the last thing you do is like run away from uh, Venom Doc Ock. It's not Venom; it's Carnage. Carnage Doc Ock, right? Yeah, and I couldn't do Tate that. Tate never could do that. And like, uh, I went over to his house and just cold picked it up and almost beat it, but couldn't do it because I wasn't used to the '64 controllers. And him and his dad were both just freaking out about how close I'd gotten because oh they'd never gosh. been that far in. No, I, I just like it was, and, and I was so freaked out. At that game, yeah. like that was probably the first time I've ever really been scared of a game because, like, <laughs> you're running from. He's like, yes, he's very scary. In like, yeah. like that was spot on. Oh sound. my gosh! <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I can't do it. I'm too stressed out. Yep. You know, it's like if I fall once, he's got me. Yep. And there were sometimes even like he would crawl over me. I was like, oh, okay, cool, I made it. I can just run past him. And they blow something up yeah. immediately if I get even with him. He like gets me. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I can't do this. I'm too scared. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever beat that ever? Nope. <laughs> That's a game like you should go back and. I freaking loved Spider-Man. Oh man, I wanted to see the end of it so bad. Um, another one, Ocarina of Time. That was a big game. I put so many hours in that game. Never beat it as a kid. Uh, Star Fox was a big one that I just I played a whole bunch of. <sighs> Let's see. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I never picked up a Zelda game until probably two, three, three years See, ago. See, I'm not a big fan of very many other ones. Like, I had a love for Ocarina of Time, and that mm-hmm. actually had a whole bunch of other games on there. It had one, two, and the one where you have, like, a certain amount of days. Um, oh, um... The moon was Mask, evil or something. Uh, Mask Majora's Majora. Ma- yeah, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. I remember playing through Hated that, that game. I didn't like any of the other ones. I liked Ocarina of Time. It was the best looking one, I think. Ocarina of Time, or Majora's Mask did look just as good because mm-hmm. it was that same 3D kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, it was harder. So yeah. as a kid, I didn't I, like it. I have I've since played Ocarina and love it. Yeah, I dude. could like... I think, I mean... Well, that's the thing. I'm, it's not like we're telling anybody any. We're not. We're not giving anybody news. All right. Yeah. Everybody knows Ocarina is one of the best. Yeah. You know. But oh man, it might be the best. Like it might be highest rated. I don't know. Um. Let's see. Kingdom of Hearts. That change. Like I think that's why I got a PlayStation Two was because I wanted to play Kingdom Hearts because I played it with my cousin Michael. Mm-hmm. Um. Kingdom Hearts, dude. You just beat Kingdom Hearts for the first time, right? Yes. Yeah. You know what's disappointing? I bought Kingdom Hearts when it came out, I think about this time last year, and played like two minutes of it and never played it again. Kingdom like, Hearts 3? 
three, yeah. Mm. It was a major disappointment after really? waiting so long. Because Kingdom Hearts 2, I've beaten multiple times. Kingdom Hearts 1, and I've played a bunch of the in-between ones. But Kingdom Hearts 3, man, it was like a kid game. Mm-hmm. It just <laughs> was, it turned it in, I don't know. It was not Well, I world. think with the whole Disney Infinity thing, this was kind of a continuation. Maybe. is is kind of like a soul, or like a, not a soul successor, but like a, a spiritual successor to the Disney Infinity thing, maybe. I haven't played it, but I can only imagine if it's if it seems like it's geared towards kids. Which, I mean, at first, I mean, that's the appeal of it, is it's Disney characters. And the only, like, the only appeal that we would have to it is, like, the whole Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, aspect. See, of I've it. never played any Final Fantasy games, so and, I didn't know what those characters were. Mm-hmm. To me, it was seeing, like... Mickey and Donald. Yeah, exactly. That's what brought us into it. And then, like, that odd mix of, like, you've got this really dramatic, mm -hmm. you've got this really dramatic music in the background, you know? And it's like, whoa. Kingdom Hearts was a beautiful game. This is a deep story. And it's like, there's also Donald Duck, and he's he's a wizard. Super serious. (laughs) And when Goofy dies in the second one, like, just. Okay, first off, (laughs) rude. (laughs) I have not even. I'm barely into it. Okay, my bad. Um, I just it, it took me four hours to beat the the, the Roxas part. Oh, Roxas was horrible. I'm thinking of that. Dude, Roxas was bad. Horrible, horrible. horrible I was just like, game. dude, if I if <laughs> if I play this as Roxas for the rest of the game, I am literally. That's how I felt when I first got the game. Like, cause that was when I got. That Tell me more game. about Sora. There's yeah. something going on. Yeah. Do I really ever play these games? I've watched Cameron play it a couple of times, and I have played a little bit. I think anyone would enjoy Kingdom Hearts. I think. Yeah, I, I think. Play. Yeah. Um, but going on, Captain Crunch, that was actually a very important game yeah, to me as a me kid. Yeah, me too, I think so. Uh, Lego. Lego had an online thing back when oh, the internet was Oh, I used to play Lego first. Island. Was that on the internet? No, it was just... Well, Lego had some different games on the internet that you could play. Oh, I completely forgot about that. And, uh, like, I remember AOL messaging an aunt of mine asking how to spell Lego, and I misspelled it. Because I did not know how to spell it, because I could not find the website. I didn't have Legos growing up, like, but I love this. I remember, like, I am still Bud Ten Thousand to this day. That is my handle on games mm-hmm. because I tried to be Bud One or just Bud. That wasn't long enough. Bud One that was taken, and I just kept adding zeros until it let me have it. <laughs> and I, I created Bud Ten Thousand as like a six-year-old kid trying to play on Lego.com. That is amazing. amazing. And my password was TikTok because I was never going to remember any kind of password. So it was just all lowercase TikTok. <laughs> I remember that. That is how oh important Lego.com was to me as a kid. I think I used to call I'm having some weird, like, deep memories trying to come up right now. And I feel like I used to get on there, too. There's some website I used to get on. It had to be that. What was what? What did you play on? It was just Lego.com. It wouldn't have been They just had different adventures. Like, it was not... There was one where you were in, like, a Hollywood um, movie place. And I didn't really like that one, but it kind of became that's all there was. And you just had to, like, go and get some different items to, like, open up a gate to go into the next area and stuff. But there was like, there was one like where you were underwater as a scuba diver, and there was like some evil pirate or something. I don't remember completely. Okay, I don't remember that. And I'm, like, I'm just what I remember? No, it was it was HotWheels.com that I used to get. Dude. Yes. See. Okay, I'm having like. See, when we like jump to this whole right online thing, <laughs> the the game that y'all are having a similar experience with, mine was Bionicle. I remember Bionicle.com. 
it was like Adventures of mm-hmm. Mata Nui or Ma, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. I can't remember. But like you played as this little short Bionicle guy. And the more Bionicles you bought in real life, the more masks you could get for your character. Mm-hmm. And the masks would unlock certain things. I only ever bought... I bought the black yeah. one. I bought the white one. I never got into Bionicle. I, I was there. I remember that. I love. I love Bionicle. What was Zayblade? Keep um, Zayblade seems like that. Beyblade. Beyblade. That's yeah. the spinning tops. Right? Yeah, I wasn't into that, but that was a big thing when yeah. I was a kid. I remember that in school. Like mm-hmm. I remember in fourth grade, Seth. Um, one time, I nearly tried to choke you out because you like. We had these tops that yep. were made out of these little polygons. Yep. I was, I, I'm going to say now, I'm sorry. I was embarrassed. I'm also sorry for uh, breaking the fr- reflector off your bike. Oh, my God. I just I just want to bring that up. On my birthday, in fact. On your birthday. <laughs> like, this was probably 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, easily. On this very day. When you were and eight years old. I got a brand old. new bicycle. I yeah, rode it. This is birthday, by the I way. I rode yeah. it. Happy birthday. I rode it up this road. <laughs> I rode yep. it up this driveway, yep. and I stood up, and I was like, oh, man, this is really short. used the front brake instead of the back. Brake. Oh, my gosh. Went <laughs> over the handlebars, scratched up my arm, and broke, broke the, re- the reflector. And I did not care. Like, who cares about a reflector? I did not care. Well, I felt really bad because it was bike a was so cool because it had those little, those little things that goes on the spokes, and when you, you chink, 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 It made sounds. Yeah. Oh, man. We, see, I always ran over cans. Like, yeah, I would do that too. And mm-hmm. I would run over cans and let it sit on the top, and mm-hmm. it sound like a dirt bike. Yeah. I want to know how many people can sit in their living room and talk <laughs> talk on a podcast about stuff with their friends from twenty years ago, like that. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. A, it's special. Yeah, like we we all like grew up together. Yeah. I've been in church with Tyrell since I was. Mm-hmm. I dated your a sister. Wee That's one. how we, me and you got to be friends. Yeah, and and youth group too. Well, and, I was in youth group because I dated your sister. That's true. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't friends with. with Which uh, funnily, it was like it was Anthony who invited me though. It was, was it? not. It was not Amanda. It was. It was your. It was you because that oh. you remember y'all used to draw uh, challenges uh, out of a little bowl. Oh, we sure did. And that's and something that you had to somebody. do. And you was invite someone to youth group. Mm. And I think I came that day. Hey. Like, that's awesome. Like, I think I was at school for a long time or something yeah. afterwards, and you're like, hey, man, I want you to come to this. And my girlfriend was going, so I was like, yeah, I'll start coming. And I stayed in that youth group long after we mm-hmm. broke up. Yep. And I, I, all three of you were in that youth group with me. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I we, found out we, that our entire lives have been spent together. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, met, I met Tyrell through the youth group, and then we found out a number of years later that we're somehow related. Yeah. Um, His. My grandma's. His grandma is like my grandpa's aunt. Something like that. Or, or something. I can't remember. I don't know. Cousin. It's man. wild. Something. Something, something like there. that, yeah. Um, and then me and Seth. Good Lord. My Kindergarten. Son, what in the world? When you moved in. Moved first up, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I was like. friends since the first day of kindergarten. Or not the first day in, because I wasn't here. Yeah, he wasn't there for a little while. But yeah, still like two months maybe. Yeah. But I was still in that thirteen. Did we let you in the senior picture? I yeah. think we did because yeah. you were just always there. Yeah, because Brian was talking about how he wasn't going to. Yeah, or, he missed they, one year. Yeah, and Aaron was like, "I'm not going to be in the picture. Brian can't be in the picture." I, and I was thinking to myself, like, if if Brian isn't in the picture, then do I deserve to be in the picture? You know, but you were there. You missed less than he did, so yeah, yeah. you would have been. 
Yeah. There was I, not very many of us in that picture. Caitlin, no. I think, was she? Yeah, Caitlin she was. Braggett, Aaron Haggerty, Tim, which he was not in our class. He was in a class of he was us. he was the he was the 14-year crew, not 13. Terrence crew. was also a 14-year crew. Um, Slade. Slade. Nick, Me and you. Nikki Lindsay. Or Nikki Lindsay. Nicole Pettit. Ariel Pettit. Yeah. <laughs> that girl went through so many names. So many. <laughs> uh, there's way more people than I'm thinking. I'm, I just remember like four or five there's of those, a, there's, but there's apparently there's a, more than that. There's quite a few. We got way off track. Video games that y'all cared about going up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll keep mine short. Well, I, I was trying to, I was really trying to think. Oh, I forgot one. Sly Cooper 3. There were some, uh, some computer I, games that. Sly Cooper 2 was mine. I got three at Black Friday. Sorry. Last no. thing. Got Sly Cooper 3 to Black Friday. Uh, played Wait, that, beat that. Is Sly Cooper 3 the one where you're going up against? The, the... Den of Thieves, where uh, you're trying to get into your dad's old uh, area. The monkey is the bad guy who you oh, run with your dad. Okay, no, I, that's I, three. Got that one. Beat that one, and then like had my mom buy uh, one and two off of eBay for me, and I emailed the guy acting like I was my mom, thanking him and saying that my son can't wait to play these games. <laughs> totally remember that. <laughs> go ahead, AJ. <laughs> okay, I, I I'm gonna go console games, but I had uh, for the computer I had Test Drive Off Road and Lego Island. And like the original Need for Speed, like mm. we're talking about way back when. The, the, I, like I, I loved racing games when I was young, but I think I the one of the the first game I got for the PlayStation. We were at my grandma's on Christmas. I think it, I was five, and we got four games. It was for me and my sister. My sister didn't play that much, but we got uh, Casper, uh, Hot Wheels, called called Hot Wheels Turbo Racing. Gosh, I can't remember what the other two were, but anyway, I uh, Hot Wheels was was a big one for me because I, I played that all the time. That was a super cool game. I'd still play that right now. But then I remember we got in the mail a PlayStation demo disc. Oh, they used to send out the demo discs. I had thousands of those. Yeah, and they were really good. I mean, they'd make oh you want to play gosh, one. I wish they still yes. did that. But um, on there was was a game called Ape Escape. Uh-huh. Did y'all play it? Did you play Ape, that? I never played it, but it was like a flagship for the PlayStation. Yeah. We got Ape Escape <laughs> and the the first Spyro, and we played those on the demo disc a lot and really liked them. Yeah. And Did you play the whole game, or was it just a certain No, level? it was okay. like the first level, like no. whatever. They, they give you a random level within it. And uh, then I remember one day we were at my house, because we liked those games. Even, even my mom at the time was playing a lot of video games, and she liked Ape Escape and Spyro. And I remember she... Looked like she was getting ready to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I went there. I said, "What are you? What are you doing? Where are we going?" She said, "I think we're going to go to town." I said, "What for?" She said, "How about we go get Ape Escape and Spyro?" I was like, "Yes, <laughs> let's go!" And so we played those. I mean, we wore them out. And still, sometimes, like when my sister comes in to visit, we'll pop in an old game. She likes yeah. to watch. You, I gave me play you stuff. Sly Cooper because that was one of your yep. old games. And we we played some of those. But yeah, so I would say probably Ape Escape. It had a mini game in it where you could box with monkeys. Mm-hmm. You were a monkey, and you would buy, and I would rub blisters on my thumbs on the analog sticks. <laughs> I think the reason that was a flagship game was because it was shortly after the analog stick dual shot controllers mm-hmm, came out, mm-hmm. and that was the first game I played where you used both you used both joysticks like you do now, mm-hmm. and and I think that was why it was because you, you would run with one stick and you would swing your weapon or, or the monkey net or whatever mm-hmm. with the other one. So anyway, yeah, Damn. great game, Tyrell. Go ahead. Oh man. 
I think one of the first games like that I really really enjoyed. I mean, I remember playing the Atari, but I think that one that I really enjoyed was Super Mario, like just the original one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mega yeah. Man. I remember when you found I found out you could get a hundred lives uh, by jumping on that turtle on like the first level or third level or something. Oh, Mega and, Man. No, on Super oh, Mario. On Super Mario. Oh, okay. And you just like would stay there. You wouldn't have to do anything, and he'd just keep jumping on it, and it would just bounce, and you just keep jumping and get Until to the lives. Until it ran out of time, I guess. No, until you got 100 lives, then you finish the level. Oh, I thought it had a timer on it. It does, but oh. it doesn't take very long to... Oh, okay. okay. It just takes like 100 jumps or something. Oh. Go ahead, Ted. But, yeah, uh, Mega Man, I actually played through the first one and beat it all the way through, I remember. Uh, then I think the game that really got me into like the better consoles, I still remember my mom bringing home a Nintendo 64 and playing Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. I think I remember Michael playing Banjo Kazooie, and I never got into it. I never got into it either. It was I, it's a fun it was a fun game. I mean, iconic, but I never. I remember it. playing Banjo Kazooie on the McDonald's. Yeah, they had that in McDonald's, the play place. Yeah, 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 they would have that circle in the middle with different games on. I remember each playing shot. Mario sixty four at McDonald's. Yeah. Oh man, they always had Nintendo sixty four stuff in there, and and I played Banjo Kazooie on that. That's the only mm-hmm. time I ever played it. That's Kids hilarious. today just don't know what it was like to go to Walmart and run to the video game section <laughs> and play and demos. Hurt, kill your neck by the end of it. Your, yeah, just staring straight up. Mom, and like you'd hate it if someone else mom, was there because you know you're yeah, never going to get a turn. Until your mom. Like for yeah. me, whenever we went to Walmart, I'd always go off. Like it was, you know, like we were at the mall. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah, go, go off and like, Mom, I'm, I'm going to the toy. I'll see you later. And like I go to look for her. Never find her. Oh no! See, I was ne- I was always the I'm just gonna be here until you come find me. Yep. <laughs> You're coming for me. I, I ain't did that, going to like you. When, when Guitar Hero came out, and they always had Guitar Hero over yeah. there. Yeah. I, I played that so much. Like I, I, my parents, like I, like my parents would drop me off at Hastings and sit in the parking lot while I went and played video games <laughs> for like 30 minutes. Like that was pretty cool. Then. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're but going anyway. down memory lane. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Banjo Kazooie, and then okay, the game that really actually got me into like RPG t- style stuff was the first time I ever saw Oblivion. That was like 2006 mm-hmm. or so, something mm-hmm. like that. I watched Cameron play that, and that that opening scene, like as you're coming out of that dungeon, and you actually you see like all the different like it, the, the landscape in that was like way ahead of its time. Like it, when it came out, that game had oh, yeah. really good graphics, cutting edge. Yeah, <laughs> for, I remember playing a PS2 and I played Harry Potter. Goblet of Fire, and I thought, this is it. Yeah, we have <laughs> we made can, it. We can't go it any can't further. It can't get better. <laughs> but yeah. It's so real. And I think I thought the same thing for Ocarina of Time. It was just so good. Watching watching him play that and playing that a little bit also kind of got me, because at the time I had bought, I had just bought in the original Xbox, like the first one, mm-hmm. and I found out that there was a prequel to Oblivion, so I went and bought Morrowind. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking for Morrowind, like if they would make a Game of the Year edition, or they had, but I never could find it. But I got the original version of that, and I played the crap out of it. I never did beat that game. I still haven't beat Morrowind. But I don't think I could bring myself to play it. It's, I it's, can't bring myself to play Oblivion. It's really it's it's a fun can't, game, but yeah. it is... I it, have it. It's right there. It is a lot harder <laughs> than Oblivion or Skyrim. I have the same one. For me, uh, well, well, wait, did you have any more? No, no go ahead. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. I don't want to interrupt. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> For me, my life is like centered around video games. All right? So this could be exhaustive. <laughs> I'm going to try to cut it down. Okay. okay. Try to because uh, we're like 
No, we're at an hour 15. Yeah. Give it about, we'll give you 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I probably won't even need that much. So, I mean, I, I told you like the first game I played was Duck Hunt and that, you know, it was really cool. My, my first actual console that I felt like was for us was a Sega Genesis. And I played like X Men. I think I think we had an Aladdin game. I feel like I remember that X Men game. Oh actually. man, it was were awesome. you when you were? Could you be who was the card thrower? Um, Gambit. Yeah. Gambit. Mm-hmm. And you'd throw like little red cards that would fly like three foot past your body yeah. or something. And I always loved to be not crawler. He'd jump on the ceiling. Yeah, I remember that game from so Michael. <laughs> there was uh, there was that, and then um, making the jump to PlayStation. I always loved to play Spyro. Um, my brother had Resident Evil Director's Cut, and I played that like crazy. I never could make it very far because I was like six years old, and I was trying to do this elaborate zombie game. But anyways, uh, that really set the tone for me to like you know Resident Evil and, and other kind of horror games. Um, and uh, the demo discs. One game that I pulled from the demo disc that I love so much was Medieval. Is where you're the skeleton knight guy and you walk around and they actually I, I remastered it. They I remastered it for the PS4, I think. Awesome game. Um, Dino Crisis. The same people that made Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil, but with zombies. It's a little easier for me to kind of put things together. Zombies are way not as scary. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, I think my dad bought me a PlayStation. Um, a regular PlayStation is, you know, all these other ones. My brother owned the PlayStation, so he would he, he lived with my grandparents, so he you know had that there, so I'd play it there. But my dad actually went out and bought me a PlayStation, and he got two games with it. One was uh, like Vegas slots or something like like you could yeah. play you could play like like you were in Vegas, and yeah. I hated it. And then another one was Siphon Filter Two, and that was a shooter game. It was like espionage, is awesome, and it said. I think it, it said damn in it once. And I was <laughs> and I was like, Dad, are you sure you want me playing this? <laughs> it just said a cuss word, Dad. But he's like, all right, it'll be fine, play it. Um, but the games that really molded me into into actually loving video games, like Kingdom Hearts. Um, the first Resident Evil game that I played and beat was Resident Evil 4 on the on the GameCube and like set the tone. Um I'm trying to think of just one game in general that I just... You know what? It was on the computer. Two games, actually. Um, both made by Blizzard. Diablo 2. Um, heard they're making a remake. They're making Diablo 4. Oh, I heard they're remaking 2 as well. Oh, uh, I don't know if I could do it. I have it. I still have it on mm-hmm. my computer. Um, but Diablo 2, I'd always play as the Druid. That's what really... Got me into D and D though. When when you told me you know about it and you know we were going over it and I was kind of being exposed to it, I was like, "This is Diablo. Mm-hmm. This is what this is. Very that's similar. that's exactly that's Diablo. I'm gonna be, uh, you know, I'm gonna you be. You were never a druid. No, that's no, no. The druid in Diablo is. I thought he was way cooler. He could turn into a werebear, and so I walked around as a werebear everywhere I went, yeah. <laughs> even into town. It was ridiculous. But um, and and StarCraft, which was a real time strategy game, and like the Fire Emblem, that's another one. The God, whole so story, the whole story of StarCraft, getting into it, it was just for me. It was like compelling. It was ended on a cliffhanger. Even after Brood War came out, like 
I was like, oh my gosh. I ended that game and I was, I think I was like seven or eight. And my brother was like, you know, scientists, they still haven't discovered all of the universe. So this could, this could be real. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, Sarah Kerrigan is coming to earth. (laughs) She's going to turn me into a Zerg. Oh, I hate it. Um, But like that, that set the tone for me to play video games. Cause in, in all of my spare time, I was playing Diablo 2 or Starcraft. Um, and I mean, uh, of course that went into RPGs that went into shooters. I mean that those were the two games that influenced me as a kid. Um, and of course there's a lot of iconic games that I've never played like Final Fantasy seven. See, that is the standard apparent. I mean, apparently it is. I've never played it, but I mean, I want to, uh, you know, but man, I've had an interesting console experience in my life. The first thing I kind of got was a Game Boy Advance that I think my cousin Michael, cousin Michael gave me, mm-hmm. and they gave me uh, Pokemon Crystal. It was mm-hmm. like the first game I ever got with that. Uh, I had a Shrek, Shrek the movie game, I think, <laughs> yeah. on there. A Kim oh Possible game. Oh my gosh, game. Shrek, Shrek the game. On, it was Shrek Two. I Shrek think. Two, yeah. That on PlayStation, on PlayStation Two. Yep, I had that game Party too. up. We would get like yeah, four have, person yeah, parties. Four people playing. Oh my gosh, that game's lit. Pokemon yeah, was Silver really was the very first game I ever bought with my money that mm-hmm. I earned, and I still have it. <laughs> Spider-Man 2000 was my first yeah. one. Um, but then I went from that. My parents got me a GameCube for uh, Christmas. Went to a PlayStation 2 on a birthday, like two birthdays after that. Uh, then got an Xbox 360, I think. But I played Fable 1, so I don't... Seems like so. maybe you sold me your Xbox 1. Maybe uh, never no. had an Xbox. Never don't had know. an Xbox. Someone sold me an Xbox One. I only played Fable One. Fable was you mean freaking the great original games. Xbox? The original Xbox. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Xbox One. Yeah. My bad. The first. The Xbox. original Xbox. Yeah. Uh, then I got. A, I got the Xbox 360. Went to college. Skyrim came out, and all my friends were playing Skyrim on PlayStation oh 3. Oh my gosh! Switched to PS3. Never looked back to Xbox. Got a PS4 now. And gonna buy a PS5 as soon as it comes out this year. <laughs> I got I got Skyrim and Modern Warfare three for Christmas, um, like in 2010 or 2011. I think it was 2011. I can't remember. But I did not touch, didn't even open Modern Warfare three until like May the next year. <laughs> should never have opened it. Just I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I was like. I was sucked into Skyrim. Which I think I was big in the Xbox 360 because all of us played yeah. we were Modern all playing Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah, Modern Warfare 2. It's like what I was telling remember when me and you and uh, Malachi were playing at the church. We never even touched Modern Warfare 3, like hardly at all. No, hardly ever. It was my favorite one to play online. Modern I was Warfare really 2. good they at remastered Modern Warfare it. 3. Have you, have you seen the remaster of it? Uh-uh. Of 2? Mm-hmm. Is it part of the new... It's part of the new... Uh, no, they remastered it well before the new... Modern I think it's Warfare. part of the new Modern Warfare, though, isn't it? But I, I think I think they may have bundled it. They may, yeah, okay. may oh, put okay. it in a bundle. I think well. it's just the campaign, too. I don't think it's the multiplayer. Right, right, right. The Modern Warfare 2, we wore that out, and we still play it. Sometimes we get together. I have a disc six. in my house right now of an Xbox 360 Modern Warfare 2 that I found just from, <laughs> like, moving. Yeah. <laughs> I had two copies of it. Yeah. Because we would we would all system link. We went to Christie's, the youth group leader's uh, basement, yeah. and we would all bring our Xboxes. And I would bring my TV. Some Yeah, we had, we'd bring multiple TVs, and someone freaking knocked 
over an Xbox. Wasn't and we had to, God forbid. We had to go to town and buy a new one so that we could all Man, just keep terrible. playing. I think me and Taryn went and bought a new one. A new was it a, a copy new, of the game? A new copy of the game. Yeah. Let, let me tell you something. The Xbox 360, that, Why the, we the downfalls, it's so fragile. But there was this was not, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I was playing my PlayStation 2 upstairs. And my sister walked through and tripped on the controller cord. It ripped the PlayStation <laughs> off of the entertainment center and smashed it on the floor. It never quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you have the Slim or... That was actually the Slim one. Really? The slim, the, and the Slim one is way less durable yeah. than the other one. The other one you could shoot with a gun. And I've, got, keep I've got the box one right there. Uh, I had a Slim one, and it's... Uh, pop thing also stopped working yeah. but i could place my broken uh gamecube on top of it it was heavy <laughs> enough that it would keep working yeah. it would play you just tape you together had to do that with the you yeah. had to do Whichever that with the ps1 that they would uh, the latch on them would break and you'd stack books or something on top mm-hmm. of them and <laughs> the, just P- worked. the ps1 that i had was actually like the the compact version like it was well after ps1 had come yeah, out yeah my grandpa mm-hmm. had i had that the one. small it one it was like this big yeah um, yeah. Oh man, those were pretty sweet. I had the I had yeah. the big one, yeah, big brick one. I yeah. love that they had like they had that PlayStation symbol that you could spin around, yeah. to where it would look if right because you, you could were, buy a stand for it to sit it yeah. upright. Yeah, uh, that's why they I had. I didn't that. even know that. Yep. Yeah, you could just spin it and it would it would be standing upright if you wanted it sideways, and then you spin that's it back if you wanted it flat. Yeah, hilarious. Oh man, my oh, boys, we better shut this sucker down. Yeah. Oh, is there a new conversation, or is it just we end on consoles? Uh, if we have, does anyone have anything they want to talk about? The uh, I think we usually end on something I love. That you uh, we just if we, we always just, it's just whatever we want. Whenever end on. we end it, yeah, I got you. So this is a fun last conversation for you all to listen yeah, to as we, we yeah. talk about what are we going to finish on. Yeah. <laughs> no one has anything else they want to say. I mean, no. Guys, remember to check out Tiger Skull RPG. Yep. Please check, check it out. TigerSkullRPG.com. Awesome Tiger Skull. Get a get a new encounter every month. Here's the awkward five second pause. This has been no. Satan Colin. What were you want me to say? Just like bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Okay. Bye. That's it. I didn't know what I was supposed to say. Thanks for listening to Say It in Common with the commoners of D&D. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commoners Official for news, updates, and exclusive content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.